Welcome to Theological Grazing. Okay, so I have to apologize really quick because you're about to hear my recording that I meant to be for today, but it is not great. Um, I will just warn you that I think the content is interesting and good, and that's why I'm still going to release it. But somehow, I think that I accidentally connected to my Bluetooth headphones in my car, and so it's very muffled. I think it's still usable. If you hear this and you don't like it, um, you can just skip it. I will warn you that there's three or four episodes that will be like this. They might not all be at once. Uh, But sorry, I wish it was different. I don't know if I am going to be able to go back and re-record the same ideas. So I thought I would still put them out. But if it's just too awful, feel free to skip and everything will be back to normal hopefully soon. I wonder if it could be said that hippies are closer to the kingdom of God than the uh, intellectual elite of our society. You think about the ministry of Jesus in his time, and it was focused on those who he would say needed uh, to be healed, right? the sick not those who didn't think that they had anything to be healed of. Uh, his ministry is focused then on those who were maybe more disreputable in society, tax collectors, sinners, uh, prostitutes. People that in that day probably would have thought they are the furthest from the kingdom of God, as opposed to the more important people in society of whom Christ also came for, of whom Christ also ministers to in us, but who just don't seem to, uh, who don't seem to come around Christ as much, or who uh, walk away from him sad at times because they, they aren't willing to give up what it is that they have, or who outright and explicitly deny him and seek to have him crucified because they have a position of power and authority that they don't want to give up. They're not willing to lay it down for them. And the fact that he would try to take it, even at times when they see the miraculous things he does and should know that he's the Messiah, they still decide that what they have is uh, something that they want more than him. And I think today there's a lot of ways in which um, a lot of money is probably put towards reaching people who we would think of as uh, elite people in society, uh, the intellectual elite. A lot of apologetic ministry is is directed towards uh, those who are in Ivy League universities. A lot of church plants are focused on the the kind of urban professionals in uh, major metropolitan areas. I wonder if we shouldn't focus more of our resources 
Um, not that we shouldn't send people to those places, but I wonder if we shouldn't recognize that um, those whose lives are lives of pride are going to be uh, less likely to hear the call of the gospel, at least until they're humbled. I wonder if it wouldn't be good to shift resources uh, to focus on uh, those who are not in that same um, those who are in trailer parks. And, uh, you know, I, I said hippies before because I've, I've thought lately about uh, the, you know, Jesus people movement and how many people I've met within the reform world that were saved in that movement. And I can't help but think that it truly was a, a significant uh, work of God, a significant revival that really brought a lot of people into the kingdom. But these were, you know, washed up, uh, washed up druggies, hippies. Uh, they, they were not the kinds of people that many of us would think could uh, be close to the kingdom, and yet they were. And I wonder if the same can be said of, of people who are, uh, you know, influenced by the, the New Age movement or or those who uh, live on the poor end of society, again, in trailer parks or, or something like that. Um, I just wonder, I just wonder, I don't, I don't know um, if, if that's the case, but, but it's something that's been on my mind. Uh, maybe we should devote more thought and resources toward those who uh, we are less likely to think are ready to receive the gospel. Think about maybe those in nursing homes and retirement communities. I mean, if I, if there were somebody who came to me and said, I have a lot of money, I just want to support um, a full-time minister through your church, right? I know the church can't hire on another full-time pastor right now. I will pay for it all. Um, what, you know, what, do you have any ideas of what somebody like that could do? Um, I would be ready right away to uh, say, I mean, I, I wouldn't start with this maybe, but um, probably one of the first things I'd say is I want somebody who's spending a majority of their time, uh, maybe all of their time, focused on ministering to those in nursing homes and retirement communities because this is a massive demographic of people who are generally uh, kind of pushed to the side, to the periphery of society. They're not valued anymore. And um, that's increasing with time. There are more and more people in those places who simply have no limits. That's just one example, again, but there are many examples that we could think of. And I wonder if that's really where a lot of our time and effort should be focused. Well, that's all, folks. If you can help me out, rate and review this podcast, share it with a friend, go ahead and email me if you have any questions. We're out.